You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. It's the podcast with Michael Buckley and Robin Shaw. I've lost 85 pounds. Now I'm a personal trainer and help other fat people. I was the last kid picked in gym class. Now I'm a personal trainer and I've got a six pack. Hey guys, welcome back. Today we are going to be talking about addiction, which is something that's very close to me. Because as you guys know, I've lost 85 pounds, but I seriously have a food addiction that I struggle with. I hear you. I know what you mean. (laughs) Shut up. You don't know what I mean. No, seriously. (laughs) I'm the black sheep in my family because I do work out and I do watch what I eat. I'm from a family of food addicts. All right. Well, that's why today we're going to talk about all different type of addictions from alcohol, drugs, food. We have comedian Emma Willman in the house who's going to talk to us about the program. And uh, I'm Robin Shaw. I'm Michael Buckley. And this is the podcast. I, I seriously have a food addiction, and I hate when people tell me that's not a real thing. It's oh, just it's co- definitely a real I thing. I know, because I see people are like, no, it's just called being fat. And <laughs> maybe a little bit of it is, but like, Here's my problem with with food addiction that people don't take serious is that if you have a food addiction, food is always in your face. Like with right. alcohol and drugs, like it's not it's not like, you know, normal. Imagine if every like in New York City, every like hot dog and, you know, pretzel stand was like <laughs> a meth stand and that it was totally legal oh, to just totally. do meth. Like no meth head is having it thrown in your face all the time. You but can't go anywhere. I think about that all the time, right? Like some of the things that people have associations with food. Yeah. Right? Like going to the movies. Like yeah. how many people have you like gone to the movies with that like they can't just watch a movie. No, you need They've the snack. They've got to up the popcorn. Or yeah. Now can you imagine if they were also selling meth at the stands? I mean, then I mean, it'd be that much harder for meth addicts to go to the movies if they were selling meth right. at the at plus the all the movies would have to be like six minutes long. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. So that's why I'm saying, like, I think I'm not, I'm not like poo pooing like if you're an alcoholic or a drug addict. I think everything's hard, but I think people like don't take the seriousness of food addicts because I guess like. And maybe up front, it's not life threatening. Although oh, it yeah. kind of and, is. You know, like we're going to be talking to, to Emma in a little bit about the program. Yeah. Right. And that's the thing. So, like, that's like you don't drink. You can't have a beer. Right. Right. But you can't tell somebody you can't eat. Right. At all. You know, you can't. Like, yeah. Because, no, yeah, exactly. You can't. You have to moderate. Exactly. Abstinence is not a choice. Right. And it's so hard if, if you're an addict. Like, you can't tell, like, if someone's like an alcoholic, they can't have one you know beer a day they can't do that like you have to give it up completely but to someone who's a food addict they have to eat so like food is always in your face so it's like such a i don't know to me it's a battle you know what i've been i've been thinking about so my uh my family is uh that that really is not you know a lie like i'm i'm rare in my family right you know and that i'm active and i watch what i eat my sister is a little bit um and then you know i've got my brother's don't really do anything active at all. Is anyone in your family like fat? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I know you don't like that word. (laughs) It's not that I don't like that word. It's, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to lie. Like I used to be a lot more chubs. No, no, no. I I was actually like super, super skinny. Yeah. But I used to be a lot, a lot meaner about, about, you know, like yeah, I, used well, to, I, used to actually, I don't say fat in a mean right. way. I say fat is just in a description. <laughs> They're fat. I use fat as in like, uh, fa- like 
omega-3 fatty acids uh-huh, and stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so now you do it in like a You need to decrease your, bo- your yeah. body fat composition. So you know, I do it like when I'm wearing my jeans and I sit down, I got fat hanging over. Right. <laughs> like that's <laughs> how I use that. <laughs> you know, though, it's weird. So like, you know how you judge like people that you are, that like your, your relatives, right? Like we all kind of judge. There's a certain point like, you start to judge like everything that your family did like very harshly. Right. So like while I was, um, you know, like in my early 20s when I first started exercising and eating well, like I really thought like, how come, you know, how come you guys don't have any discipline? Right. And I saw it as like that. And then it wasn't until I started training people and I started talking to people and it's not, it's people that you wouldn't even suspect that right. really struggle with it, you know? And um, I started to realize that there, th- you know, obviously there's a psychological component, but that it's so much deeper. And then I started to take a look at my own family in a different way. And I started to realize like, you know, there's like, so you were talking, we were talking about like, you can't tell people not to eat. Right. right. But there's, I realized there's a difference between eating because you're hungry and like eating because you're trying, you're like trying to hit those like pleasure zones right. in your brain. It's different things. Yeah. Especially sugar. I mean, like, sh- I mean, it's like scientifically proven that sugar and chocolate, I mean, it increases your endorphins. Oh, and so, I mean, salt too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I see. I didn't know about salt. I just know sugar. Oh yeah. That's and this a- is why, like, I crave sugar. Like, and that's why, like, not to get all like the man is out to get you, but like, that's why they put sugar in foods where there's no, there's no reason right, why there so should that be sugar. Right. So you want more things. and more and more. Yeah. Um. You know. My, so, I was telling you, I guess, in the, the green room a little bit. Like my, my mom actually tried to go to an Overeaters Anonymous meeting. Yeah, Or she yeah. did go, I guess. Right. Uh, I'm, I was pretty young. And my dad, you know, I'm also at an advantage because I have my dad's genetics, so mm-hmm. I don't have that, like, I don't have the the addiction thing. Right. right? Like, I, I just kind of, I eat when I'm hungry, and I actually have to remember to eat a lot of times. Yeah. And I'm, I'm the kind of person, like, I don't eat when I'm sad or depressed. I actually don't eat. Like, I lose my appetite. Right. That's never, ha- I've never been so upset that I couldn't eat or so sick that I couldn't eat. Yeah, and even like, even like, I could eat through right everything. after I work out, like for that first hour, like, you know, you gotta eat. Yeah. But I have to like force myself to, I'm not hungry at all. Like, that's I actually like lose amazing. my appetite. Um, so I'm, I mean, I'm, and we're all different, right? And I'm, I guess I'm just lucky like that. Yeah. But so my dad is like, you know, I have, I have his genetics. So like, you know, he's got like an old man gut now, but like growing up, he was always like real thin. Right. So I was probably like five or six, and my mom wanted to go to this Overeaters Anonymous meeting. So she, didn't want to go alone. Mm. So she recruited my dad who was like maybe a buck 35 right. at the time. <laughs> the people at the <laughs> yeah. meeting would like eat your dad for breakfast. Yeah. 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 But she didn't want to go alone. So they had this like cover story where he said mm-hmm. he lost like 120 pounds and like, yeah, yeah. you know, I guess he was an inspiration to everybody there. <laughs> did he end up talking at the meeting? Uh, no, he, he didn't actually end up talking. <laughs> I should, I should, I mean, what I should have just lied. And said <laughs> Such a, why let the truth get in the way yeah, of a good story, right? Exactly. You should have been like, he got up and he started crying. It didn't go well. They actually, my mom was like so upset because she like identified so strongly with the people that were speaking Yeah. that like they had to leave and she made my dad drive her to friendlies and she just like cried into her ice cream sundae oh man literally saying like i just feel their psychic pain i mean the program it's true it's real when we we start talking to emma i mean she's mentioned to me about going you know that i should try an oa meeting and like i i do like i don't know i feel like i'd laugh the whole time i just don't i don't know if it's meant for me you should check it out i know i don't know i don't know i'm not good with like serious situations i feel like if people start telling like i don't know i don't know but anyway i think we should get into that question of the week all right Fitness question of the week uh, on topic, since we're, uh, we're talking about addictions. This is something going the other way. So uh, Zoe from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania sent me an email 
And she says, my boyfriend's obsessed with his body. Don't get me wrong, he's hot. I love it. But he takes a lot of pride in it. He works really hard. He works out six days a week, sometimes twice. Watches what he eats religiously. On the one hand, I, I admire his discipline. But on the other hand, I think it might be too much. We rarely go out to eat because he's obsessed with eating clean. He'll choose going to the gym over spending time with me all the time. Do you think he's addicted? And what's the difference between being healthy and being addicted to fitness? Okay. I have strong opinions on this. Do you want to go first or... No, I mean... Okay. All right. Well, I there's there's two takes on this. Mm-hmm. First off, if he's a douchebag, <laughs> like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, those douchebag Yeah, he sounds gymatic, really annoying. Like, yeah, in addition to, that's like... That's one thing, okay? Like, if he's, like, one of those guys who, like, go to the gym, like, you know, for hours a day and looks mm-hmm. at his muscles and kisses them and, like, is annoying douche, dump him. Okay. But I have to say, when I first lost the weight... I was dating this guy who was just always thin. He didn't know what I was going through. And mm-hmm. he would give me such a hard time because I was that guy. Like, I, I, I would, you know, cancel. I had to go to the gym. Even if we had plans, like, I had to go to the gym. I'd cancel on him. I was so neurotic when we'd go out to eat. Like, he would hate when I'd order because I would say, this on the side, this on the side, with this on the side, with this on the side. You know? Right, right. Like, I, I'll admit I was annoying. And then, plus, I would look in the mirror like every morning and be like, all right, I hate this on me. I hate this on me. I need to do this. I need to do this. Mm-hmm. I need to do this. And I remember he took the, one day we were like, I was there and he took the mirror out of his room. And I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, I'm just sick and tired of like hearing you obsessed over your body. And I ended up breaking up with him shortly after that because. Because of that or was be, it? Yeah, well, because uh, to me, like I'm obsessed with my body because it was taking me every ounce of me to be healthy right you know it took every ounce of me to lose that weight and to keep it off and if someone wasn't gonna support me staring in the mirror and and, and obsessing over my weight then like th- that's what i'm saying it could go both ways if you're a douchebag gym addict then get rid of him but if it's just someone who like needs to make healthy living a priority then i think that's a whole other story right right yeah um i mean it sounds like the problem here is not so much just that he's obsessed with his own body but that it's affecting it's like preventing him from really enjoying his life like this guy does not sound like i mean whatever we know them for a paragraph so what do do we really know i'm sure they're very happy but (laughs) it sounds like he's not happy right that he's like he's he's she's he's choosing the workouts over spending time with her like i don't know if that you know he's working out twice a day which is actually like kind of unnecessary right right and you know in a way like I can relate to this, right? Like I came late to the game with fitness and I kind of like you, right? Yeah. For the exact same reason. Like I take a, I take a lot of pride in, in what I've done because I made this. Like right. I, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't, I don't naturally look like this. I had to work hard to, to do it. And I do have a little bit of that thing where it's like, you know, if I like, oh, I really don't, I don't want to miss today. Like I'll feel like, I'll think about it. Yeah, like, we it's get like obsessive. a bit of a bummer, yeah. you know? But one of the things I, you know, I try and stress to my clients that really is true is like, it's all about consistency, right? So it's not one workout or one meal, you know, and when you fixate over every single detail like that, yeah. you know, I feel like it's like, it's, it's, uh, you're missing the, the point, which is that it's, it's not a, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon, you know, like your, your wellness, you kind of like, you know, like, uh, yeah, like if I, if, and I don't know, like, tell me how you feel about this. Like this is something that I always say, um, to people, like when people don't eat, right. When people yeah. like miss meals, I say, you know, you're not always going to be able to eat your ideal meal. Right. Right. So like if you're in a hurry, you're in a rush and you have to grab something that is maybe not like the most ideal food choice, but it's something that has some value. Yeah. Right. Like if it's a matter of like not eating for five hours and like grabbing a slice of pizza, grab a slice of pizza. 
But like, stop at a slice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I, I say, I say, walk the extra block and find something that you could eat that's healthy. I can't eat one slice. I can't do it. It's right. better for me to hold out for that hour and wait till I could get something that is not going to tempt me to eat 10 of them. Do you know what I mean? Right. But, but I, I think that's I think that goes for each person on their own. Do you know what I mean? if you can oh, just totally, have one yeah. slice? But for um to wrap up the uh, health question, what's her name? Zoe. Mm-hmm. I don't think this this is gonna last. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think this is my this is my <laughs> yeah. health advice. Find a guy who has the same desires as you, and your boyfriend needs to find some because that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. My ex boyfriend took the mirror out of his room, where my current boyfriend will obsess about weight with me, and right. then and then we'll cheat on. Not cheat on me. Cheat on our diets together. Do you right, know what right. I mean? Like I think when it comes cheat to health, together. Yeah, You're I like think when it comes to healthy living, the best swingers. relationships are people who are on the same page. If you you should both be gym nuts, or you should both be like media. You know, it's like if someone loves the gym and someone barely works out. I, I don't know. Zoe, find find a lazier guy. That's my advice to you. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Find find a fatty, <laughs> and you'll be happier. I mean, we don't know. Maybe Zoe goes to the gym like four days a week. Yeah, can you imagine Zoe's like super hot. I actually, you know, I think it. I think uh, my my girlfriend's active. She works yeah. out. Um, she watches what she eats. But you know, I'm a little bit more. Right, but you but, couldn't but date someone who never worked out. Right. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't work if right. you would date someone who was like super, just like didn't like working out. Would never go with you to the gym. You know, would eat crap all the time. I don't think. I couldn't date someone who ate crap all the time because oh, it would no. tempt me. Right. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And, you know, we... we I mean, we're a little we crazy. We have our times, too, where we... Yeah. We definitely <laughs> and I'm like, not saying that I'm like... We have our, yeah. like, you know, our uh, our Sundays where it's, like, all pizza and Chinese food and yeah. ice cream. Me and uh, me and my boyfriend are, make, are making pizzas this Sunday. Oh, like nice. Make home, make, you know, homemade you pizzas. I cannot cook for shit. Really? Yeah, like that, I mean, I burned down the kitchen. The one time I tried to cook, I started a fire. Really? Uh, yeah, no, it's not good. I can make Cheerios and add milk. <laughs> That's about it. My apartment doesn't even have a kitchen. You know what's really dangerous? She bakes. Oh yeah, I started baking. I can bake. And she's like an amazing baker. Yeah. Up, oh, get rid of her. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe date Zoe. And when, I, when I do single. a cheat day, I, I cheat. Yeah. Right. So like last year for my birthday, she asked me what kind of cake I wanted. And I gave two options. So she baked two cakes. Oh man, I want to come over. For and you best birthday. believe we killed both of those things, man. <laughs> I um. All right. So I want to introduce our guest today, which is the. Oh guys, if you have questions. Oh yeah. Uh, send your questions to the podcast podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And please keep your questions to workout questions or send us a picture of your body from waist down. Right. Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just, just joking. Not really. I'm so glad you said that because <laughs> I'm definitely going to be looking at wieners right. when I'm rifling through the emails. I hope so. Thank you, Robin. <laughs> All right. So I want to introduce our guest who is the hilarious comedian. Emma Wellman. Hello, Emma. Hey, Robin. Hey, hey Emma. Thank you for having me. Come Thanks closer to the on. mic. Right. Awesome. Wait, just real quick. Have you guys been getting questions that are not related to fitness? Um, uh, no. No, mostly. Okay. <laughs> and my mom telling me how pretty I am. Yay. <laughs> As she should. And her mom <laughs> telling me how pretty she is. <laughs> and I'm you're very pretty, too. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Yeah. This is a very pretty podcast. We're all, we're all pretty. You, yeah. Just yeah. We don't allow ugly people on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> 
That's <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if like we were fooling everyone and really we weighed like 300 oh, pounds? That'd be amazing. And like we were giving out health like advice, and then, be yeah. and then eventually someone like saw us and well, we were really like gross and we're like smoking cigarettes. <laughs> like wow, like, like, awesome. They <laughs> do that like phone sex people do that where it's like they you know they're really up their boys, people. but then you look at them they're fucking yeah, hideous. And but who cares if you're just if you're just doing it for the phone? Sometimes it's like a guy that has like a sexy like female voice. Oh, I actually used to. This is a whole other thing. Well, actually, it ties into addiction because. Some of my addiction did translate <laughs> into like porn and sex stuff, but I used to like compulsively go online and do cyber sexing. And there was this person I used to always have cyber sex with, and I thought it was a smoking hot girl. And I'm gay. And um, then one time they called me and they sounded good on the phone. And like two calls later, nope, it was a guy. And I was what? so wow. addicty about it. I was so addicty about it. I still wanted to have cyber sex with Wait, him the next day. How'd you feel that it was a guy that was turning you on? But it wasn't a guy, it was a smoking hot girl. Oh, that you thought it was. Exactly. It, just, it was like a guy talking through this. I was in high school, I was in the closet. So, wait, so you yep. heard the voice and you were like, wait a second. <laughs> we wait had, a second. We, we and had like, an did you try and deny it at first? It was like, no, no, no. I mean, uh, no, no, right He was good. Because, it, first of all, like, it was like, I used to really, really compulsive. Like, I would be interested if either of you guys did internet stuff compulsively. And I, because I think with addiction, it's all about why are you doing something? Are you doing something to escape? Are you doing something to numb yourself? Like, that's what makes it really unhealthy. And you can do that for different, you know, it can take different forms. So one of my addictive forms was, I think, to, like, escape kind of like a difficult home life. I would just lock myself in, you know, a computer room, you know, porn, cyber sex, and that was an outlet. But I would do it, I say it was almost an addiction because it was very compulsive. What was your What was your main vice? My main vice, so when I was little, was food. I was a really fat kid, and I ate to numb myself. I ate to get high. I ate to fall asleep. I ate, ate, ate. But um, kind of like Robin touched on this a little bit, food is a whole different animal. And I was embarrassed that overeating was my vice. Like, because I felt ashamed. It because is. It's so it's embarrassing because you, you feel like gluttonous. Yeah. So because if you're like thin, compulsive. it's cool. But if you're, if you're fat, it's not cool. When you're skinny, like now that I'm not People like think huge, it's cool in high I, can, I can joke about how much I love food because I'm right. not fat anymore. But oh, when I was fat, fat, I used to like, <laughs> me, uh, after my middle school, I used to, on my way home, stop off at CVS. And then I'd get a bunch of candy and then go behind the building yeah. and like shove yeah. it in my face. Yeah. Now that I'm like a smaller person, I can eat in public. Right. It's not embarrassing. I know exactly. But when you're fat, mm -hmm. it is not cute to talk and about how much you love food. You said that you would go to different, because I used to, do, I would do this too. I would eat, I would, I would drive from store to store. I'm from a, such a small town that I would know the store people. And I would get Swiss rolls and I would drive around and just like, get high from the sugar and then just hate myself afterwards was but it specific to sugar or was it like any food it was pretty was much like any kind of like really numbing like carbohydrate because you get a high from it i remember robin telling me she would go to different friends houses and have dinner at all their different houses <laughs> i <laughs> didn't tell her that <laughs> yeah. really yeah i would go to like my friend because you know you don't want anyone to know how much dinner, you're yeah and then go to another friend's house for dinner and then go home and eat did they dinner. ever talk to each other and realize no. like like, no, yeah, yo, Robin no. ate my you casserole know what I, too. You know what I still do? I haven't done it in, mm. in a while, but I'd go to Dunkin' Donuts and get like, you know, five munchkins, and then I'd go to another Dunkin' mm -hmm. Donuts and get five munchkins, and then go to another Dunkin' Donuts. And you're tricking like, yourself each yeah, time. Because I don't want the, oh, it's like it's embar you it's don't embarrassing. Want, even though the guy behind the counter doesn't care what yeah, you they don't order, give a shit. but I don't At want Dunkin them. Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, right. It, yeah, but Dunkin' Donuts. Like he hasn't seen some shit. Okay, so you started off with food addiction, then you went to internet. Right. Well, it was like I was really so I was I and I obviously I started to gain a lot of weight and it was right when around when my parents got divorced and so I was getting heavier and heavier and then you feel sad and isolated if you're like the heaviest kid in your class so that does the whole cycle I mean 
and I only I had a small class, so like being the heaviest person, and it wasn't like a huge thing. Mm-hmm. But I was I was the biggest. Where, where'd kid. you grow up? Really rural Maine. So my I went to a tiny Waldorf school mm-hmm. in Blue Hill, Maine. But um, I think around my parents got divorced. My dad was like always dating different women, and then he he met this like psycho who had like a just a crazy woman who had kind of like a personality thing. So that's when I started drinking. Cause I'm like this. Oh, how, I, so how old are you at this point? I th- I think I was in eighth. I was in eighth grade. Whoa! But this is the thing, I was eating so much, and she never would want me to eat with my dad because I remember she told me that she was raped by her dad. So I think she always got uncomfortable when I was around my dad. Just all kinds of weird. Oh man, stuff. that's so like she, crazy town. Crazy going town. On so in she your would home. say. So my dad would be like, has Emma had dinner yet? And she'd go, yeah, I saw her eating earlier, even though it wasn't true. So I was just always having meals oh by my myself. Oh, my was evil. Emma. I know. She was so mean. Projection. Yep. And so then I um, – shout outs to Cynthia Tobin, who will probably sue me for shouting out because she sues like no, all the people. No, she'll sue us. Saying. Thanks, right. Emma. <laughs> that wasn't her real name. <laughs> but um, – well, Yeah. Come on. But, she, but uh, so then I – because I was getting embarrassed of being so fat, I'm like – in high school, I'm like, fuck. So I started trying to drink and smoke, and this was the this was the addict logic. I'll dr- get so drunk and so high, I'll pass out, so I can't binge eat at night. Wow! wow. Isn't it, that addict logic? Did it, did it work? It wouldn't work. It would just lower my inhibitions to not feel as guilty about my overeating. Mm. Wow! Because yeah, I so know when cycle. I would drink, when mm. I would drink, or like the reason why I had to stop smoking pot is because I would eat too much. Like I, yeah. like, yeah. like I had all drugs. Like, like I thought there's some drugs that are supposed to curve your appetite that right. wouldn't work for me. Did you ever? Because I always, and I also, because I, I've got like depression stuff too. And now that I am sober, I can he- manage it so much better because I like kind of can recognize my addicty thinking, and I take like an antidepressant and Zoloft. How, how long have you been sober? I think like a year and a half. Congratulations. Thanks. But I used to, like, I remember I tried, I, like, my, I went away to, like, a rehab thing in between high school and college. Yeah. Yep. And then but, that didn't work. I, it didn't work. And I told everyone when I was so there was that, that it was for pot and alcohol, but really my biggest compulsion was food. But I, even in the rehab, I would go to the AA meetings and talk about food through yeah, me saying less, alcohol because I was so embarrassed. It's so when, less when embarrassing mm-hmm. to say that you're an alcoholic it's, than it's it is to say you're a And in high school, it's almost kind of cool. Oh, I'm going to get so hammered, da 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 Yeah. Like, so oh, I eat so many brownies isn't as awesome. Your first time in, in rehab, was that your choice <laughs> or was awesome. it like... Yeah, I appreciate that. I that. <laughs> was that your choice or was that like court-ordered or was no, it like... No, it wasn't court-ordered. Although I did... Or did your parents make you I did get in trouble with drinking and driving a few times and every time I actually got out of it, amazing, like routine stop, I got out of that. Um, one time I, I hit something when I was drinking and drive. Ooh, actually, wait. I didn't scratch that <laughs> on the record. I just hit like a snowbank and yada, yada, yada. Did I, I say Maine? Uh, it was just uh, a no, homeless not, not guy. Not in rural Maine. It was uh, another New years England state. Years ago. Uh, but nothing. Statute of limitations yeah, is probably up. Yeah, right? so I should have gotten in trouble for drinking and driving because I would definitely do that. I mean, I remember driving home and then passing out in my driveway mm-hmm. and not being able to walk into my house. So what made you a year and a half ago go back to rehab? Was it the food? Was it the drinking? Was it the drug? What, what was the thing? Well, I act, well, actually, so with the food, I, the food transition kind of like just melted away when I got into college. And I had been, and I was able to control my drinking in college. Like only towards the last year, that's when I started like getting like, hammered every night so you kind of like stopped stopped drinking as stopped binge stopped drinking, drinking as much drinking and stopped as much. stopped binge eating mm-hmm. at about the same time yep. that most people start start, start. yep huh. and it was like i came out of the closet i started doing really well in school 
Uh, I, I wonder if that, that helped. Like, I think it when really you came helped. Out of so you were like, cool with you. well in school because yeah. I was like, I'm not stupid. I mean, we that's debatable, but like, you're I, not stupid. Neither are you. We're just you. like on a special, special. level yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that other people can't understand. Yeah, but you know, but uh, yeah. So I didn't. So I was doing pretty good during that time. But then when I graduated, it was a slippery slope, especially with comedy. Uh, I did. I did date and treat relationships a little bit addictively. I consider addiction a big part of it to be black and white thinking and being compulsive. So I would date and I would cheat. Right. Yeah. And I felt and I can't blame that on me being an addict. But and that is there was something like I know you get some a high from cheating. Everyone's different, right? Oh, so I was about to ask. Like, yeah. You, you got a rush from like doing something bad. Because you're doing so you're lying and you're hooking up and lying and all of that stuff is like kind of like a danger element. So you know it makes you feel. You get a rush, you get a high. But like any addict thing, then you also get a crash. And then you feel like, oh my God, what have I been doing? Do you think most addicts like are like you or like me, where in fact you're you're just an addictive personality, whether it's drugs, food, sex, because I mean, I have no problem with drugs or alcohol right, that's or, so or I've never cheated. Yeah. The only thing I struggle with is my addiction to food. Hmm. Do you think actually more people, because like your sexually sounds more normal, like if you're just an addictive person. Right. Then like I just have one terrible one vice. I don't know, and it's so interesting because people bring that up a lot, like in the program, because there's like OA meetings, AA meetings, all that stuff. They'll say if you have an addict, like they'll say if you have an addicty personality, you shouldn't do any of it. Right. But some people will then say, well, I can smoke pot and keep it under control. And then people in the meetings, a lot of times, will be like, well, they're lying to themselves. So that's. See, I so don't talk know. to me a little bit about you the. You can drink and smoke and don't. Yeah, I can. I can literally like have like you know a night where i like go dr drink like crazy and then not drink again for right. six months same thing with like i mean i remember in college i could do like a bump of coke and then not touch it again for months right where, like a lot of people once you do a bump two minutes later you want another bump of another right bump, you know like i have no addiction to drugs so you didn't or, even want to do the coke so you could yeah. like then because coke i want to do coke sometimes so when i was overweight more? So you drink I more could and eat lose on weight. Coke. I could oh, eat on wow. Coke. Nothing wow. makes me not eat. medication. Did it work? <laughs> I never got into Coke. Thank no. God. I tried to go buy it's some once. It's too expensive of a habit. Yep. It's expensive. And I tried to go buy some once. And then like, th like as I was on my way to the person that was dealing it, like something happened where I had to turn around and go home. Like my dad, something was going on in my house. So, right. you know, thank God. So when you, so you, you used the program. Did you do any like in, inpatient treatment? I did when I, I did. In eighth grade, I did, and okay, so I went away to like a rehab thing in eighth grade, but that was because I tried to kill myself. And then I went to. <laughs> she really is a funny comic. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 a good time. This she's is hilarious. My, this is my, she's literally this one is my of my best. She's killing. <laughs> well, but I mean, like, I feel like everyone, you know, uh, does some. The kind job of, thing of being a comic is having a real dark place inside yeah. you. But I think I did it too because I was like always. I didn't know how to. When you don't, when you don't even know that addiction is a thing, you just think something's so wrong with you, and you're right. stuck right. in your own head, and you have no outside perspective, and especially at such a young age. Centered, yeah. So, so eighth I went grade. To the, but I was inpatient in eighth grade. And then after high school, before college, I was also inpatient. But now the time that but worked the time for that you worked was a year and a half yeah. ago. And, and tell yeah. us about How that. How long did you stay sober those first two times? Not just that long because I didn't take it seriously. I right. didn't get it. I was like, oh, it's just because I have. I thought that I was like that because I was in an, a tough circumstance. Then what happened last, a year and a half ago was I was in grad school. I was doing comedy. And I started just like drinking, 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 snorting Adderall sometimes. And I was so miserable. And then because I was drinking so much, it was affecting the comedy. And I was like, I need to stop comedy to get sober. And because I had to stop doing something I loved, I was like, well, fuck. 
So then I w just went back to Boston and I started going to meetings. I'm like, okay, this, you know, it is kind of a disease. And then I would hear other people talk and they would talk about black and white thinking and right. things where I was like, oh, like when Robin's talking about food, it's like, oh, yep, like eating mm -hmm. in secret. And you're like, oh my God, I'm not the only person that does that. So, so that helped. That helps a lot. So let me ask you a question just mm -hmm. to like kind of bring it anything. back to the, the anything. Yeah. I'm going to waste it on like uh -oh. a fitness yeah. question. <laughs> <laughs> that was my big chance. I could have asked anything. Um, so now that. He's like, so lesbian sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Is it like it is in the movies? <laughs> no, I, it depends on the movie, I guess. I don't that know wasn't anything. really my yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming right, it's probably right. not. What's your health I'm question? I'm yeah. assuming it's not but just I'll like a slumber party that gets too. crazy. Um, yeah. So, so uh, what I wanted to ask was just talking about like kind of like switching out one vice for another, yeah. like one habit for another, things like that. So now that you, you're 18 months sober, mm -hmm. tell me about the, talk to me about the food. Like, are, is that, has that kind of like come back into the mix or is it that, no, that under control or? Yes. At, like I haven't felt, yeah, that kind of, my relationship to that just kind of like dissolved over the years as I started like processing my childhood. And, you know, in that year that I took off to get healthy, I saw a therapist twice a week. Mm -hmm. She was amazing. And we talked about all that stuff. Sometimes I will like like there was like i think three months ago where i was feeling really depressed i i get much more depressed around my period and i found myself like like at night when i would be walking home from comedy clubs i would like want to like eat stuff to come but there's a fine line it was it was never like before and then when i was doing that kind of being compulsive with food i was like all right clearly this is something that's going on in my life right now that i need to change that i need to address that will then make me curb this behavior and then if i go to a meeting then i'm like then you know the one day at a time really helps it, to not talk, to, talk to me a little bit just for like our listeners yeah um just because i think this is something that not it's like not even like the most obvious people that struggle with it. i think a lot of mm -hmm. people struggle with this like um relationship with food where it, it becomes a band-aid when they're when they're yeah when they're like and it's very accepted so, so do you in society too because people will be like oh my god i ate a whole bunch of ice cream i was stressed out so they might not have a food problem, but then to a food addict, you're like, hmm. Yeah. So do you have any tips but, like that you might offer someone that maybe struggles with something like that? Even if it's n not someone that's like, it's a yeah, constant thing. You know, like if it's like, like what's like something a, in the program? Like what's what's a, what's a tool to use to not go in the middle of the night, go and eat a tray of lasagna? Totally. Not that I've ever done that. A tray of lasagna. Right. But um, one thing is, is, try to like take your personal inventory like every day because the overeating the alcohol all that stuff is a is a i always screw up saying but it's like a symptom of a bigger problem so if you can clear that internal stuff that will mm -hmm. so help your like overwhelming desire and obsession to do those compulsive things also take a pause like reach out to someone else that's in the program that knows what you're talking about even that like split second where it's like it takes you away from it for a minute then you'll be like okay and there's a saying that says, it's the big one, it's the serenity prayer. It's God grant me the serenity to accept oh, yeah. the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So if you say that, it's like, I can control whether or not I'm going to do this right now. Just like, don't drink right now. And say, you know, I can drink tomorrow. Because sometimes, like, I haven't been to a meeting in a while. That. Yeah, and I, I do that. And, I do that yeah. all the time. And like, I need to. Don't eat tonight. Hard. Like, if you just it's don't hard. eat tonight, you could cheat as much as you yeah. want tomorrow. Just get through tonight. And do you have food fantasies? Because I have alcohol, coke, food fantasies where it's like. Fantasies like, like you're sleeping or like. Well, you're I'll awake. literally be like, okay, I won't drink tomorrow. Or I won't drink today. 
but tomorrow I could just get a, fuck, a bucket of alcohol, a bucket of Coke, move to Puerto Rico, snort Coke, do heroin, <laughs> just set prostitute. myself up to a heroin that's where the IV. One, one day at a time comes in? Yeah, and I'll be like, I could do that tomorrow. And then I'll be like, yeah, like I'll just do that tomorrow. Yeah, I do that all the time. So, like yeah. I trick myself, but I just get through today. Huh. And then you picture, today. okay, tomorrow I can eat. Yeah. Do you, but do you picture staying, out? Yeah, I picture like what I will get. Cause I, yeah. I, is I, that something that is that yours or is that something from the program? Is that like the picturing? Well, yeah. wait. Oh, saying like, I'll I mean, wait that until specific tomorrow thing. is the program. I can get. I can, it is. Yeah, that's like j- saying I. You know what? Just not this second. Since some people break it down, some people say I'm not going to drink this minute. That's not, brilliant. Yeah, yeah it really. That's no, brilliant. No, this stuff in the program like applies to everyone. There's in a life. reason why. It works. <laughs> There's why so many people do it. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Just in terms of like. Um, having that you know she was saying like call someone in the program whatever so you were saying that your boyfriend lost a lot of weight also that yeah. he struggles with the food addiction yeah. also how 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 are you guys at talking each other down are you oh great question we're 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 not good at talking each other down <laughs> like we're actually the other way like when one oh, person's feeling weak we bring the other down really yeah so you'll be like oh i really want to eat because of this and he'll but be he like, also he it. likes food and he's and in great shape now he likes food and drinking See, like, mine's right. just food, mm-hmm. you know? Like, he likes to drink, you know, as much as eat. Like, he likes mm. both vices. But, uh. like, um, like, like he'll be like, I want to get a piece of cake. And then instead of being like, no, we can't do it, I'll be like, all right, I'll share it with you. And then he'll be like, no, let's get our own. I'll be like, good idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, there's, right, not, right, right. Like, there's no, like, like, okay, wait, just take Emma and I, for example. <laughs> we I was once on a shoot, right? And I brought oh, Emma yeah. as my oh, entourage. God. Oh, this was a food, sl- this was a big food slip yeah. for me. So, and I was smoking. <laughs> cigarettes so i was doing a bunch of unhealthy behaviors so I, I, do you still smoke cigarettes no no that's a big like thing yeah. in the well you know what we used to smoke, do because right? I, I would buy the pack of cigarettes because i could hold on to a pack of cigarettes for six months and if right. not so i'd buy the cigarettes and when i, I saw were you Emma, a personal trainer she, at the time this is this is like two months this ago like, oh my God, right. like um hold on this fell out <laughs> but just robin out. would have to hold on to because i can't hold on to cigarettes if i have a pack of cigarettes Maybe one day I'll smoke one, next day I'll smoke two, third day, boom, I'm smoking them, chain smoking them in an hour. I don't just do. I've seen that. Yeah, so I would buy the cigarettes, and this way, whenever I was with Emma, she could have one, and I would have one with her. But then, like that, then we wouldn't have it again for two months until we saw each other. But um, so anyway, we're on this shoot, right? I was was in a music video. Music video. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. And so, and actually, for the shoot, I had to eat cake in the video, right? But downstairs was like the all the food, like the craft services. Mm-hmm. And every like time I had a break, I'd go down there and Emma would be like eating cake. And yeah. I'd go down and eat cake with her. Mm-hmm. Instead of like me being like, Emma, let's walk away from the right. cake. I'd find her. And then we, and it, there was all like rappers and models. So oh, no one yeah. else was no, eating food. food. Yeah. They so never like, have, but good, I, like it's always the crappiest food yeah, ever. Right. Whenever I've been on they any shoot of any, of any kind. But instead it's of always two addicts being like, all right, got, right, instead of Emma being like, Robin, don't eat that cake. Or me right. being like, Emma, let's leave this room. We would both be down there right. shoving food. Yeah, and, you that's know? true. That's what I mean. Like I know. But, like, but sometimes too, if you'll say, we'll text like, "Oh, I want to eat. Oh, I want to do this." And we'll say, "Don't yeah, do it. Don't yeah, do yeah. it." And that was kind. Of, that situation, I think, also is like there was so much going on, and other people are smoking and drinking, and I just that it's like the not being able to have one piece of pizza. I once I had one bite of that cookie cake, I was like, "Fuck that, that. was good cookie cake. It was so good." And then every time I was right. upstairs, that's all I was thinking. But then about. we both crashed afterwards. We crashed. Um, yep. so oh yeah, those carbs, man. I was so sick. Yeah. That sugar. I felt awful. <laughs> you left your wallet. Well, you know what? Yeah, go back. You know what it is too. Yeah. Like so, like we we were talking about how like you can't not eat, right? Like right. if you you know 
you have to eat. There's a big difference between being hungry and like craving something. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, like when people think that they're hungry, they're like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm starving. I want like some ice cream or I want some cookie cake or I want some Doritos or something. They're actually, it's actually a craving. Totally. They're cr- so it's like, it's actually not their body telling them like, you need to feed me. Right. So we can function properly. Right. It's actually the pleasure centers in their brain. It's the same thing. Totally. It's the I heard, same exact thing. like heroin? Uh, I think I heard something yeah, about that. Yeah, and you know what's really no, messed it's up? It's just as addictive. This is addictive. Uh, you, addicting. Yeah. Addictive. Addicting. 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 Have you guys heard of the expression uh, <laughs> bliss point? No, but sounds okay, good. Okay, so it's this thing like. That big, sounds like a good name for a spa. It bliss does. Point. But what it, what it, so it's, it's this really messed up thing. Big food companies, they they uh, do research on like different flavors, right? Like different chemical combinations. Yeah, because some food is certain, so fucking certain good. Certain combinations of like salty Reese's and peanut sweet. peanut butter cups, yes. And the point at which, like, so, like, a really nice, like, gourmet meal, you, can, you can't, like, eat that, like, every day. Right. They find what they call the bliss point. It's, like, they're intentionally making food, like, mediocre, just sweet enough, right. just salty enough right. that you could just eat it endlessly. Totally. So, like, they're, they're, like, literally preying on, like, these pleasure centers that we mm-hmm. have in our brain. And it has nothing to do with food as, like, a functional thing. Totally. Or something to just, like, satiate you. Do you it's ever obsess about, like, do you obsess about calories? Or do you yeah, ever go through that? I do. Yeah, and also, like, I do a lot of, you guys were talking about the shoot. Like, I do a lot of, like, uh fitness shoots and fitness modeling and stuff like that and like that's ex- I've actually come a long way with that because that's exactly what I was talking about before where it's consistency right so like right yeah if I you know if I consistency is hard. if I'm consistently good if I if I eat well five or six days a week and then I give myself a couple cheat days a week that thing like I can't get we can't go back so you could do a cheat day we can't get I can't back do a cheat day. Emma, we're gonna have to wrap this yeah. up so I want you to like for someone who's listening who is has addicted mm. pr- you know whatever it is whether it's you know online you know you, you know there's gambling gambling, stuff, gambling. what what's some what's the first step they should take if they're finding that they have an addictive problem okay awesome even if you're just like thinking like if, even if you're just wondering maybe just go to a meeting i've had people where it's like they're like no i'm not ready to stop drinking i'm like well guess what you're an alcoholic you're never going to be ready to stop drinking just, so just go, go to the meeting it's not mm-hmm. whatever you think it is because you're an alcoholic i bet you've blown it way out of proportion it's not going to be that just get to the meeting even one of them was so bad i said if you need to have a drink before you go to the meeting do it and then go drink afterwards i don't care i'm just saying go to the meeting what are you so afraid of they didn't do it didn't work but i was like if you're just thinking about it go to a meeting get a book and there's no shame in asking for help like if you need to go away to like a rehab program people are gonna understand like just don't kill yourself like reach out and it's not going to be as scary as give yourself the gift of trying to let yourself live man (laughs) i like it (laughs) all right do you know some poetry that just led us perfectly into do you know what time it is is it the danny tanner what did we learn (laughs) this week moment it is all right so michael what did you learn this week you guys are so cute I learned this is our deep moment that if you have a craving to do something that you know is bad for you, whether it be to eat something that you know is bad or to have a drink when you shouldn't be having a drink, mm-hmm. that you need to take a moment, take take some inventory, take a personal inventory, and if you have to, go to a meeting. Mm-hmm. That's deep. You know what I learned? <laughs> that if you have a cyber sex addiction, make sure the person you're talking to is really the sex that you're talking to. There were times where I wasn't the sex that I was the person. I was told, said that I was a guy. Just <laughs> to throw it in there. You're a dude? Steve, yeah, I would say I was a guy when I was like. Well, you have to talk soft. This is okay. the Danny Tanner moment. Okay. So say what to keep going. I would go online before I realized that like, 
that I could like even be gay and I would pretend that I was like a high school jock and I would try to get little girlfriends but you know the twist what? I can guarantee all those little girlfriends I had were, were really old, old men, men. <laughs> so definitely. you know what I was in a lot of straight relationships <laughs> yeah, <definitely but>. <laughs> <laughs> um, alright guys this was the podcast uh, next week we're gonna have m- maybe we're gonna have, we're gonna have a show we're gonna <laughs> have a show <laughs> i'm waiting <laughs> on a confirmation but it's big it's big awesome. it's been huge biggest guest ever one pablo from the bachelor coming up no no not oh. real <laughs> i was like i'm, I'm so coming gullible. back one no. pablo all right guys i'm I think you so love much. you but i like you <laughs> did you watch the season finale no every time? one of my clients told me about it that's my only like source of like outside news is like uh. what my clients tell me they could tell me anything they i got home from a comedy I'm show like that with comedy. i got home from I mean. comedy at 12 o'clock last night and it was a three-hour finale i watched it i stayed up till three in the really? morning watching it seriously wow. yeah I, I i had a i had a bad night there was a lot of food to go along with wow. that three hours it was a sad moment yeah but well on that, <laughs> but on that <laughs> thanks for listening yeah, thank you guys for having me all now. right thanks emma all right guys thank we'll you. listen to you We'll speak to you next week. I'm Robin Shaw. I'm Michael Buckley. And this is the podcast.